0: As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
1: Maybe he wants her to buy a Wingstop or two, like a store, actual Wingstop store. Yeah, cause
0: I think it's like a franchise, right? So people can just buy one, build one, pick one up, be a manager of it. <laughs> Not be it, a manager. So. <laughs> What's good? What's going on? Welcome
1: back to yet another episode of your favorite podcast out here, DX Daily, the podcast that is brought to you by Hip Hop DX, where we keep you up to date on everything that happens in hip hop music culture. Now, I am one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky, And I'm your other host, A-Dub. It's Tuesday and big announcement. So J. Cole, Ari Lennox, Saweetie, her, and more are all going to be performing for the iHeartRadio Black History Month concert. Yeah, we got to celebrate big time. I think we got to figure out RDX Daily Black History Month celebration, how we going to do it. But for now, you know, we're going to get into that one. And speaking of Ari Lennox, she's going through a bit of a tough time right now she wants to be dropped from her record label and oddly enough rick ross says he has a solution for her so we'll get into what that is and lastly cardi b has been awarded 1.25 million dollars in the defamation lawsuit against blogger tasha k so a couple of big things to get to but first please make sure you follow the podcast it don't take anything but two seconds to just hit that follow or that subscribe button we're gonna pause for the cause for a second let you follow us all right did you do it you did it All right, bet. Thank you. We appreciate it. Now let's jump into it. Okay, so let's talk about this iHeart concert because they pulling out all the stops. J. Cole, Ari Lennox, Saweetie, John Legend, Lizzo, Alicia Keys. Like they pulling
0: out the big guns for this Black History Month concert. Yeah, like you said, you got the performances from Big Sean, Money Back Yo, Herb. Also, big names are going to be guest appearances like J. Cole, Sweetie, Lizzo, John Legend, Alicia Keys, and Boss. Yeah, so they did put out a
1: statement about this. They said the team is thrilled to once again honor Black History Month and Black culture through ongoing and informative discussions about race and some very special performances. That was from the iHeartMedia president of hip-hop programming, who is Doc Winter. Now, this event is going to be called Living Black, which great title. Great title, by the way. Whoever thought of that one, Doc Winter, whoever it was. Now it's going to be streaming live at 8 p.m. on February 24th. It'll be available on iHeartRadio's Facebook and on their YouTube live streaming platforms. And they're going to do an exclusive pre-show on TikTok. So, you know, I might have to hop on TikTok for that. You know, I'm not on TikTok as often as I'm on like a Twitter or an Instagram, but I'm definitely going to have to go to TikTok for the pre-show because I need to see what they what they doing over there at the iHeart concert.
0: Yeah, I'm curious to see how this plays out, too. I think it's going to be a good look. It seems all the performance, all the performers and appearances dope. I mean, we listen to them all the time. So for them to be at this uh, Black History Month event, I think it's going to be dope. So definitely got to tune into it. Yeah, and
1: I'm very curious uh, as to what they're going to be doing, like, between the performances or if there's going to be some sort of other element to it. Because, yeah, it's great to celebrate Black music, but what what's going to be the history portion of it? Like... We get what the music portion is going to be. What's going to be the history portion? Are they going to have these speakers telling us about figures in Black history? Are they going to be sharing their own stories? Like, I'm curious to what the other element of it is is going to be. Because I know it's just not going to be only performances
0: yeah a lot of pressure on iHeartRadio because I guess is is this the first one that they're doing like ever second oh second so Mm -hmm. yeah but curious to see how they continue to play it out I didn't catch the first one so we'll see how this one goes
1: yeah I think I'm most excited to see Alicia Keys and probably Boss actually yeah, probably Alicia and Boss, because haven't heard too much from Boss lately, of course, besides the last song he put out with J. Cole. And then Alicia, she just dropped that album, the hip hop version of the album, and then, like, the piano-y version of the album. I forget what she calls them, what she refers to them. I think it's, like, locked and unlocked. But either way, would love to see her perform some songs from the album. And then, of course, you know, I'm excited about J. Cole, but I feel like Dreamville is going to be the end-all, be-all J. Cole event. So while... I think whatever he's going to do at iHeart is going to be good. I'm just waiting for Dreamville Fest as far as J. Cole goes. And then Ari, too. We know she has a lot going on. We'll talk about that in a minute. But I'm curious to see what her spirit is going to be like doing this, seeing as how she is going through so much right now.
0: Yeah, I'm curious to see that, too. Uh, but you're not excited for Money Bad Girl performing? You know what your mean? Wait, hold
1: on. How did I miss this? What? A, stop the press. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Wait a second now.
0: Who Who didn't tell me this?
1: Where Where is this at in the notes?
0: That's up in there. Moneybag Yo performing.
1: What? Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> you know I'm excited to see Moneybag. That's crazy. It took for iHeartRadio and Black History Month for Moneybag Yo to be put on the platform that he deserves to be on. Oh, come on now. Better late on. than never, I guess. But, yeah, I'm definitely excited to see Moneybag, all I will be tuned in, ready to go. Hopefully, they give us a time schedule. Like, you know how they do at the festivals. Like, all right, this person's going to be on at 630. This person will be on at 7. Hopefully, they give us the timing so I can time it right because – More than likely, I'm not going to be watching a live stream for five hours straight or however long it is. So if they could just run the schedule to us, that would be greatly appreciated. So I can make sure I see her and I see Alicia and I see Boss and I see Moneybag and Cole.
0: Yeah, that's a good point because... I want to be able to tune in to who I want to see. So I need the itinerary, the timeline, so we don't miss nothing. (laughs) Right. But then again, like, if they come with some great
1: material, like some great Black History material that'll keep me there for the whole time, then maybe. Mm. But other than that, we need the schedule. Exactly. But, yeah, we did mention Ari Lennox on the lineup for the iHeart event. But Ari has been kind of venting on Twitter and social media recently. And she just seems or it comes off as she's going through a bit of a tough time She wants to be dropped from her record label which is, of course, Dreamville and Interscope.
0: Yeah, she made this announcement on Twitter um, a couple of days after an interview she did uh, went viral where someone had asked her an inappropriate question. And she had then said after the interview that she was done doing interviews. Also, she was in the news for her trip to Ghana. A lot of people, for some reason, didn't like that she went to Ghana to get some type of self-worth journey and things like that. And everything stems back. Everybody comes to Ari Linux neck and then she comes to Twitter to say she wants to be dropped from the label she's done she's tired no more interviews like she said this was it it's a combination of
1: things there's a lot of factors going on here if you really take a look at it because the catalyst for all of this was the interview now some of these podcast hosts I think we touched on this recently like y'all are out of line man you invite people on your podcast they take time out of their schedule to do it They don't have to. You're not dropping the bag on them. They're literally doing it for either the press or the publicity or just the kindness out of their heart doing your show. And then these people try to get these viral moments. So they just, they'll say whatever, do whatever, disrespect whoever, and just really just try to go viral. So I feel like that's what was happening here. Um, She went on this podcast called Podcast and Chill. And you know Ari Lennox makes sensual music. She makes even raunchy music sometimes. So they felt like it was okay to ask her oh is somebody hitting that right I'm paraphrasing here Uh, they use more explicit terminology but basically asked her like oh is somebody hitting that right right now because we heard what you said in your music basically and Mm. of course Ari Lennox was uncomfortable about this like she don't know y'all like that (laughs) for y'all to be asking her that so of course she was a little bit uncomfortable and then that's what made her say like all right I'm not doing no more interviews because why would you want to sit down with somebody they're going to be asking you questions like this Like, and not even easing into it or anything like that. Not even making a person comfortable, but just coming out the blue and asking them, like, asking them that it's wild man I just think these people they take things that they've seen other hosts do and just try to take it and run with it because it got some attention for another person and they're like oh well let me ask the wildest thing possible because they went viral when they did it or let me say this inflammatory thing that I don't even believe just because it's going to get traction it's going to get people upset and get people talking like it's corny it's whack it's tired it's late it's all of that like come on man
0: yeah, it's like some podcasts and some shows like that's their theme. So you would understand like if you're a guest on it, like these are questions going to be asked. But for people in these podcast hosts to just ask these out of nowhere questions for that viral moment, it's kind of like losing the art of interviewing or actually getting to know an artist because it's the host just trying to build up their podcast, build up their brand and or revenue or whatever to try to embarrass a celeb or ask that hot topic question this so because I never heard the podcast but unfortunately now I know about the podcast because of this moment but it just makes it like you said real corny lame like I'm not gonna listen to this podcast (laughs) now because you made our girl like upset
1: right you didn't gain a fan you didn't gain a listener a viewer like you might have gained views on that specific clip because it's being shared but Mm. are people gonna want to go listen to your show after this probably not I know I'm not yeah I'm not either So, yeah, that's what kind of started all of this or was like kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. But Ari Lennox has complained about the way her career is going in the past. Like she's complained about her hard work and her efforts not being recognized. She's complained about her team at times. She's just really kind of transparent about the things that she goes through. So this was another case of that. And then with the whole Ghana thing, you had people coming at her for that at the same time. So it's just like, dang, so I can't travel Every time I don't put out music, y'all get on me for that. Anytime I express how I'm feeling, y'all get on me for that. So I guess now she's just at the point where like, all right, drop me from the label. I'm good. I don't want to make music. I don't want to do this. And I'm never doing interviews. So that's where Ari is at with it right now.
0: Right. And what's so interesting also is I saw like a tweet or a comment where someone was like saying that Ari didn't have any hits to really be acting diva-ish or acting like this. And then Ari comes back and was like, I don't know if she meant it or she was joking, but she was like, yeah, I don't have any hits or that's another thing. I was like, I mean, we love Ari Lennox. We love her music, Dreamville, NC type of thing. But I don't agree with that for her to feel like she don't have any hits out, like no radio hits, but she's talented. She Butter Baby was definitely a hit. Yeah, for sure. I'm, like, I'm pretty sure it's like she
1: was just doing that in response to the person. Like, you know how somebody say something about you and you just be like, yeah, mm-hmm, okay, yeah, sure, that's true. Yeah. Like, I think it might have been that type of thing. And you could tell it really got to her because she was going back and forth with a few different fans um, that day on social media. One person was even like, that's all it takes for you to fold one bad interview question and you fold like this. And Ari was basically just like, you know, shut up. The interview was the icing on the cake, which basically goes back to the point of, it was all of this build up before the interview situation. And then she got on social media at event. And then, of course, people were going to start piling on to her, trying to antagonize her, which made it even worse to the point now where she feels like she wants to be done with everything. And it's unfortunate because she's so talented. I just really want her to get a good friend, number one, that you could talk to. Good, genuine people around you that's close to you that are not necessarily working for you or with you. Like, you got to just have somebody that you just cool with. They don't want nothing from you. You don't want nothing from them. Like, just have genuine people around you, one. And two... Find somebody to talk to, because she also, in response to one of the fans, she was like, yeah, y'all go through things just like me. You can never face your demons, da-da-da-da-da. And it's just like, that's cool to be vulnerable. It's cool to be transparent, but do it in the right place sometimes, because social media, these people are not going to come back at you with healthy energy. They're just not. They're going to antagonize. They're going to try to go viral. They're going to try to get a rise out of you, so Talk to somebody, maybe a professional, and also talk to um, someone genuine in your life. That would be what I would love to see Ari do. I would love to see her take her time with this and continue with the music. And don't let other people stop her from doing what she loves, if she really does still love music.
0: Yeah, get the inner circle correct. You know, get somewhere else to voice your frustrations, because social media will definitely tear you down. We've seen it time and time again. For sure. Hence, uh, the next next part of this,
1: Rick Ross said he has the solution to Ari Lennox's problems. So the Shade Room put up a post of Ari's tweets saying she want to be dropped from the label. And Rick Ross hopped in the comment section, and he said she needs at Wingstop. So that's his solution for Ari. Is she saying, like, she just needs to eat? Like, hungry, the ang- <laughs> the hangry talking, or? I don't know. I don't know if it was, like, literal, like, oh, she need wig stop some food right now just to calm her down. Because, you know, food do be kind of making it better when you tight. Like, if somebody like, oh, you want something to eat? It kind of do make it a little bit better. Or he might have also been saying, like, maybe some sort of brand deal type situation. Like, oh, she could start repping Wingstop. I don't know. I don't know what Rick Ross was suggesting. I just know he is not going to miss an opportunity to promote his brands that he's involved in. So that's what he did there. It was the most liked comment on that Shade Room post. 8,000 people liked that. So Rick Ross and Wingstop, that's the answer to everything for him, apparently. And I I don't know the way his life is. It might work. It might that might really be the solution. Maybe he wants her to
0: buy a Wingstop or two, like a store, actual Wingstop store. Yeah, because I think it's like a franchise, right? So people can just buy one, build one, pick one up, be a manager of it, (laughs) not be a manager. Not saying if (laughs) she wants to quit music and be a Wingstop.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow! Not your (laughs) advice for Ari is to start frying chicken wings. Alright, girl, stick to the music, man. If you want to buy a restaurant and hire some people, that's one thing. But don't be in there working. Don't don't do that. Not that there's anything wrong with working at Wingstop. But yeah, so right. that was Rick Ross's. <laughs> that was Rick Ross's solution. Uh, now moving on to Cardi B. Lastly, she has been awarded 1.25 million dollars in a defamation lawsuit against blogger Tasha Kaye. Now, if you remember who Tasha K is, that's the one that said Cardi had herpes and that she was using beer bottles as a sex toy. Like just really wild, wild claims that she was putting out there about Cardi. And they were circulating all online. So,
0: um, yeah, Cardi had to go on and sue her. Yeah, she filed this lawsuit uh, for $75,000 back in 2019. And the case finally made it to the Georgia courtroom earlier this January. And then the judge's verdict did award Cardi B to be paid $1.25 million in damages that Tasha K has to pay that after a jury found her guilty on three separate counts for the defamation of character, invasion of privacy through portrayal. Oh,
1: oh, I I know you're not going to
0: just breeze past that one.
1: Because of her album? Yes. (laughs) Come on, man. Invasion of privacy. Poetic
0: justice right there. Poetic justice, truly. Exactly. We love to see that. And then um, lastly, the other count was the intentional infliction of emotional distress.
1: Facts, though, like if you got people out here believing that I have herpes and I don't really have herpes, like, yeah, you got to pay for that handsomely. 75000 that was low. She should have started at $500 million. And then <laughs> and then maybe just got the 1.25 in the end. Or maybe she could have got a little more than that, you know, if she started, if Cardi started higher. Because, yeah, man, spreading those type of lies, like, that can just be so damaging in, in people's lives. Like, Cardi has a husband, a family. Like, what if her husband believed that? So then it would have looked like, oh, Cardi's cheating on him. And she brought a disease back, da-da-da-da. Like, yeah, man,
0: can't, can't play with people's lives like that. You're lucky she only took it to court and didn't take it to the streets. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because Tasha K would not stand a chance if it came to the streets of her versus Cardi. No, no chance. Yeah. So that's the final verdict
1: on that. Tasha K did make a statement. She said, my husband, attorneys and I fought really hard. I want to thank them for their long hours and sleepless nights. Why knows it's only up from here. See y'all in a few days. Back to work. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're going to need to be at work trying to pay off that one point <laughs> two five million dollars yeah because i don't know um is tasha k racked up like does she have just millions sitting to give somebody i don't know i don't think so i'm not too too keen on her resume so i don't know maybe she does maybe she has businesses and investments and all type of stuff but either way that's a hefty tab but she gotta pay it and that's that period and that's the note we're going to end it on today. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms, wherever you're listening to us at right now. And subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX.
0: And be sure to follow us on all of our socials, like our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok at Hip Hop DX. And you can follow us. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. And I'm at A Dub on everything, too. Alrighty, we will
1: see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya.